Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready for a star-crossed love story that spans everything from Pizza Hut to the Grammy Awards stage? Well, this one's a tragic tale, but still contains a beautiful love story at its heart. I'm Alicia Rye. And I'm Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we deliver a true love story to your eardrums each and every day. Alicia, it is time for us to do the latest question in the New York Times 36 Questions to Love quiz. Ah, yay. I'm so glad we do this quiz to get to know each other better and for people to learn about us. I'll be sad when it ends. I'll be sad when 36, you know, weeks are over. I know. We're going to have to come up with another list of questions. (laughs) I'm sure BuzzFeed can help us out, but still. (laughs) I'm certain, if not BuzzFeed, then every speed dating site ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's today's question? Today's question is, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? Oh, gosh. That's a really good question. I am very, I don't want to say fearless. I do have fears. But if there's something I want to do, I go and do it. Yeah. Like there's this game Undertale when you eat, you're filled with determination. (laughs) <laughs> I am constantly filled with determination. I am a walking Undertale character. Sometimes my my hair even looks like the little little eight bit creature. But uh, yeah, I am pretty determined. So if there's something that I want to do, I figure out a way to do it. And yeah. if I'm scared, that means I really want to do it. So I use that as a barometer for motivation. 
The thing I've dreamed of doing for a long time that I haven't done is retire with Adam and live in different places all over the world. And oh. I haven't done it yet because it's not time for retirement <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's why. Got to wait on that one because it's a whole money and age thing. Yeah. And you're still pretty young. Bless. I think for me, it, it's kind of the same thing. If I have the power to do it, yeah. I can kind of do it. I, I do know that I used to be kind of fearful about traveling overseas. And so I didn't do it a lot. But this pandemic has really changed my view on that. And I am really? ready. I am ready <laughs> to go the minute I can go anywhere. Because I I think the way this world has worked for the last couple of years, it's it's really opened a lot of people's eyes up to how short and quick things go. You know, these two years have gone by both so fast and so slow. So slow. And I think the main thing we could do was just plan. So we just planned. And so we have all these trips ready to go and we're ready to plan. But I think for me, like I've, I've dreamed of hitting the New York Times list, uh, you know, the bestseller list. And that is beyond my control. <laughs> that is in the hands of many other people. And so that's why I haven't done that yet. So, but the dreams I have in my control, I try to do. When does your next book come out? It comes out in October. It's October 18th. It's called Partners in Crime. Partners <laughs> yeah. in Crime. And if we can speak things into being. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's got a gorgeous cover. And a listen, unless there's a way for us to embed that in the show notes, just pause us for a second and go take a look. <laughs> that cover is it is Flawless. a killer cover. It's, it's a gorgeous. gorgous cover. I'm very proud it's of that It's just delicious. It's a wonderful cover. I can tell you when I when I got that cover, I thought I have to write a book that will live up to this cover now. <laughs> oh crap, the bar just got raised. Which is a good problem to have. You are a great writer. And oh, thank let you. us speak that into existence that your book yeah. will hit the times. I hope so. That's yeah, that's a big dream. Although of mine. if I may if I may make a suggestion. The Times list is curated to be what the Times wants it to be. So maybe, know. you know, USA Today, which is actually based on math that is quantifiable. Yes, yes, yes. Any any bestseller list. I mean, I've hit like the Amazon list and stuff, but yeah, I'm going to speak that into the universe and let's see if it happens. Speak it into being. Yeah. Well, I think that's an excellent, excellent dream mm -hmm. for the future. Well, you know, you mentioned that life is short yeah. and the pandemic has taught us that. And that goes well with today's story. A few weeks ago, we did an episode about Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, and we are continuing our series about award winning love, Grammy award winning love. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about the tragic love story of a artist who is known as the Mexican Madonna, mm -hmm. Selena Quintanilla, also known as Selena. This is the original Selena, if you're a young person listening to this. There have been other Selenas. This is not Selena Gomez. This is Selena Quintanilla, who's actually who Selena's named after. Yes. Just to bring you up to date on the Selena timeline. Yes. Now, Selena's most famous song is Como La Flor. Again, you can pause us and go listen to it. It is fabulous. Come right back. Go listen to it. Okay. Go. Are you back? Awesome. Now, let's hear her love story. Selena and Chris Perez's love story is straight out of Shakespeare. They are star-crossed lovers forced apart by different families. 
Selena was born in 1971 in Texas. She's half Mexican and half Cherokee Native American. Her first album was recorded in 1984, and if you're doing math, that's not a long time. And the label refused to sell in stores because they didn't think a female singer could sell a record. Wow, that was wrong. Mm -hmm. Her father actually bought all the original copies. His name is Abrahams, and we're going to circle back to him, so remember that name. Can you imagine he goes out and buys all her, all her copies? That's a good dad. In 1985, she recorded her second album. Now, if she was born in 1971 and she's recording in 1984 mm. and 1985. Yeah. How old is that? 13, 14. Wow. 14. Her second album was also not sold in stores, this time because of copyright issues. Mm. It wasn't until 1989 that she signed a recording contract with EMI Latin and started to achieve actual professional success. And at this time, she's known for making Tejano music popular among young people. And this is when we meet Chris. Chris was a guitarist, born in 1969 in San Antonio. And Chris first meets Selena when he joins her band as a guitarist. From the get-go, Selena's dad is not too happy about Chris. Selena has a pristine image. This is her family band. And Chris looks and sounds like he just rolled out of Rolling Stone. The two are very attracted to each other almost immediately. But Chris had a girlfriend back home in San Antonio. And this does not stop him from confessing his love to her, buddy. In a pizza hut, buddy. Mm. Shortly afterward, the two begin to exclusively date, but they don't tell Selena's dad. Oh. In his book, To Selena with Love, Chris wrote, We kissed for several minutes, our bodies pressed close together, despite this little voice in my head saying, You're dead. Abraham is going to kill you. <laughs> Once her dad does find out, he threatens to break up the band entirely if Selena doesn't dump him. Their relationship continues in secret for a short amount of time, but then her dad finds out again, and Chris is fired. This is very Shakespearean. It is. Now, he keeps tabs on her from afar, and Selena grows in her career to become the Mexican Madonna. She is massively famous, and they keep in touch very quietly and consistently. And if you think about this, this is the early 90s. There weren't a lot of ways to keep in yeah. touch, so this had yeah. to be very sneaky indeed. And success is not enough for her to forget him. She shows up to a hotel room in which Chris is staying in 1992, and she says she can't live without him. And she knows her father won't support them, but she suggests that they elope. So they do. And now we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because the story will continue. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. And she's young. I mean, they're both young. She's 21 at this point. Right. 23. Yeah, very young. Yeah, they're very young. And I remember being 21 and 23. Yeah. A, I thought I knew everything. Yep. I knew nothing. And, you know, emotions are still really big at that age. You don't have a lot of large. You don't have a lot of life experience, but you have big, big feelings. Yeah. That can be hard to negotiate. So they eloped. Of course, Selena is famous. And the media finds out, and so does her dad. Although he's now more accepting because they're married, and he respects that his influence on Selena is lesser now that they are all adults. Chris rejoins the band, and the pair have a very passionate but difficult marriage. Mm. They are constantly on the road together. Most of Selena's family is around them at any given time, and it quickly wears on their relationship, But despite their happiness and their ability to finally be together. And, you know, I can imagine that it would be really hard to be married to somebody who is famous, whose whole family is on the road with you. Yeah. It would be like traveling and playing music with a family reunion every day. That would wear me out. Yeah. In fact, you asked me in another episode if I was an introvert. We were doing that BuzzFeed quiz. And this is like a short, short recipe for me to burn out very quickly. Yeah. That's a whole lot of people and yeah, a lot of time. I agree. Then tragedy struck, if you know this story, in 1995. Less than three years after they were married, Selena was shot by the president of her fan club who had been stealing from her. Mm. And Selena died when she was only 23 years old. Chris tried to move on and he married another woman six years after Selena's death, but ultimately it ends in divorce. And later he goes on record saying that it was an attempt to work through his grief. Oh, I'm sorry for him and I'm sorry for the woman he married too. That's hard. That's really hard. But as I mentioned, Chris wrote a book, To Selena with Love, which is his whole love story with her. And it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful book. Now, I do wonder, Alicia, have you ever dated a musician? I have dated multiple musicians. (laughs) So did you go on tour with their whole family? I did not. That sounds like 
hell. <laughs> I, I I definitely didn't date anyone like Selena or Chris, but I dated uh two bass players, which made me determined to never, ever, ever date a bass player again. <laughs> you know, funny you should say that. Like electric bass, right? Electric bass? Yeah. No offense to bass players. I'm sure some of them are nice, but... No, there's definitely a type. I don't trust you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no bass players. I, I got burned one too many times. No bass players. And I dated uh, in college very briefly. There was a guy who, like... It was like a garage band. He was like the front man for it. And I dated him for like a minute. And I was like, mm, never again, not that either. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I haven't had great experiences with musicians. Is there a sexiest instrument? I think guitar or drums. Drums are sexy. I feel like actually I might have had luck with a drummer. I should have tried a drummer at some point. Because I do feel like they are like the introverts of the band. Fair. Absolutely. Like they're in the back. They're in the back. Yeah. They do their yeah. job. They're super like, you know, like they're a big part of the, the band. But true. they're not right up front and center. This and I might true. be completely wrong. Maybe you've dated a drummer and he's no. a terrible person. I've but... never dated. <laughs> I've played well, instruments. Maybe, I've never I was dated. Speaking, I was speaking to the listeners. Maybe somebody Okay, good. Because you know you're not talking to me. I've never dated a drummer and they're amazing. And they're not that great. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that might be a good instrument to try. <laughs> the drummer is interesting because without the drummer, the song doesn't sound as good. The the drums yeah. are the foundation to the performance. They yeah. keep everybody on time. And that means they have to maintain their rhythm. Yeah. Our, our producer, Abby, said that saxophone is the sexiest, and I just realized that Kai plays the saxophone. Well, that does increase its sex factor, right? I guess I am still dating a musician. I just forgot. <laughs> but not a professional. I'm just somebody who loves the saxophone. <laughs> sax is all right. Sax is okay. Sax is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sax is very good. I do not know if there is a sexiest instrument. I have a lot of instruments in my basement, but I don't know if one of them is the most attractive. Yeah. Or creates the most attractiveness. You know, maybe we should ask the listeners to yeah. tell us. Listeners, what is the sexiest instrument? Is it the sax? Or is the real question, what is the sexiest instrument and why is it the sax? Mm. Perhaps you disagree. My son plays the trombone very well and thinks that the sax tries to steal all the glory and the trombone is really the center of the band. Oh, yeah. Those like... Uh, low brass. Yeah, the brass low, turfors. Low brass pretty... has battles. Yep. <laughs> or maybe you're a big Jethro Tull fan and you like the flute. Who knows? Actually, you know what? I take that back. I don't like Jethro Tull very much, but Lizzo is hot and she plays mm -hmm, the flute. Mm -hmm. So the flute That's is very sexy. sexy when it's when it's paired with Lizzo. It's very I sexy. I agree. I think any instrument paired with Lizzo is going to be sexy. It's very true. Yeah. It's very true. So mm -hmm. I want to know what is the sexiest instrument. You should tell us. Sarah, what is your love to go for this musical episode? Well, in addition to finding the sexiest instrument, I think that the... Love to go for this episode is life is short, make beautiful music. I love that. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in your life. If anything, in the past few years of the pandemic has underscored, you only get so many trips around the sun. So yeah. make beautiful music or make whatever beautiful things. But we want to hear from you. 
what is the sexiest instrument? You have to help us out here because we can't decide. I mean, Abby has strong opinions, but you know, I'm 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 having strong feelings for the flute now. You should email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. If you have a love story or a flute to share, or you want to just tell us what you think the sexiest instrument is. What musician couple should we feature next? Yeah. Should it be the Selena that's named after Selena, perhaps? Our love, Ooh. Selena Gomez. I have a lot of strong feelings about Selena Gomez. They're all positive. <laughs> I could talk about that for a while. I have heard her makeup line is fabulous. Oh my God, it's amazing. I think I might need to ask you this in a whole other episode. I think so. I think you I have think to do I a do. full rare beauty because I have a number of rare beauty items now. All right, I want to hear everything because you know I need to replace all my makeup because I haven't worn yeah. it in two years and I got to toss it all out. But before we move on to makeup, Selena, you can follow us on Instagram at lovestruckdaily. On Twitter as well, we post lots of extra content. And please leave us the beautiful music of a review. It would make us so happy. Seriously, it gives me the absolute giddies. I dance in my chair. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. But we wish you a beautiful, musical, happily ever after. with you.